0: Welcome to Hello Monday, where Rachel talks all things ballet and fitness, sharing strategies and techniques to help you start, grow, and create a thriving business using your passion for ballet and fitness. And here's your host, Rachel Withers. My weekly live stream, Hello Monday, where every Monday at... 7pm, I'll be talking all things ballet and fitness and I'll also be sharing strategies and techniques to really help you grow your fitness business and really build a thriving and incredible business using your passion for ballet and fitness. Well, First of all, thank you for joining this live stream and it'd be absolutely great if you could say hello in the comments box, Um, lovely always to know who I'm talking with, so that would be fantastic, please say hello and if you've got any questions for me, please pop them in there um, and I'll I'll see if I can answer them for you. Also. What I thought I'd talk to you tonight is I thought I'd talk to you about really the mindset of an entrepreneur and what I like to call it a fitpreneur because I like to use entrepreneur and obviously we're in the fitness uh, industry, so fitpreneur. So first of all, what really makes a an entrepreneur? Uh, is it running kind of running a business? Is it having great ideas? Is it really been a success, a business success in general, and each of you are likely to have entirely different answers. And when you really think about it, it can be quite challenging to pinpoint really what sets an entrepreneur or a fitpreneur apart. Um, So I think I've already given you a little bit of a hint of it by the title of this live stream, Mindset. So I would truly say that really it's all about mindset. So I'm going to be sharing some tips and benefits about that uh, with you tonight really on on how to really get that mindset of an entrepreneur and how you can apply it into your daily life, into and into your business. Um, And I think for those who don't know me, I just would like to kind of just share a little bit about me. You know, I I started out, um, I was a professional dancer, I trained uh, at the Royal Ballet School and ballet was really truly the first career that I ever had and I absolutely loved it. And the fact that I was living out my passion every day was just truly incredible. And my. Bally really made my mind and made my body really happy. So naturally, I was really bringing um, a positive mindset into my day-to-day life. But after I had two children, I decided really to leave Bali behind and really take uh, the career path of looking after the family. Um, between, you know, as well, what happened to me, I ended up going through a divorce and all of some other life challenges that kind of uh, can happen to you. I really started to to lose my sense of self and what I realized was that both my mind and my body wasn't happy and it, they, I wasn't where I had once been and I truly knew that something really had to change. I knew that Bali had made me feel more like myself than anything I'd ever done. So I started incorporating old moves into, My workouts and getting it into my routine and before I knew it I'd really built up a fitness routine around my passion for ballet, and I slowly fell You know completely back in love with ballet And I realized that so many other women could benefit from from this this fitness method, which was uh, ballet be fit and that's really what started me on the whole ballet be fit and in my eyes I became an entrepreneur as I built my business or I became a a fitpreneur, as as I say, as I like to call it. And what happened was I started offering other women courses, I developed a training programme to get new instructors on board and I really began to grow my business. So here I am today, an entrepreneur, uh, and this this is something I truly thought and I'd never imagined, you know, that I'd be saying that I was that just a few years ago. But I firmly believe that my entrepreneurial story really began the first day that I went back to dance. It reminded me of my passions. It lit a fire within me that I thought had really gone out for good. So, to me, Being an entrepreneur means finding that drive within yourself to bring something powerful to life. It's it's about being inspired um, about what you do. Um, So it's about getting up every day, each day determined to carry on even when it is hard and even when you're tired because you found a motivator that outweighs the challenges every time. And being the owner of your own business makes it makes it truly all worth it. You get to wake up each day and go to a job that you designed for yourself. That's still, for me, that still really is quite amazing. It is an amazing feeling to me. And, I'm just going to say hello joe nice to have you nice to have you here today joe lovely to lovely to see you hi rihanna great to have you here as well again all all lovely to have you joining us tonight and please pop the comments in if you've got something to ask me and please say hello always great to hear from you all and thank you so much Thank, thank you so much um for joining me tonight so as I saying, that feeling of, you know, me designing uh, the job that I want for myself, it, it's, well, it's a truly amazing uh, feeling, but since Entrepreneurship varies so much from person to person. Everyone will have a different definition of what being an entrepreneur means. An American entrepreneur, Victor Kayan, said, entrepreneurs are risk takers, willing to roll the dice with their money or reputation on the line in support of an idea or enterprise. They willingly assume responsibility for the success or failure of a venture and are answerable for all its facets. Now, Richard Branson has his own take. He says entrepreneurship is about turning what excites you into life into capital so that you can do more of it and move more forward with it. And I'm really kind of inclined to agree with Richard Branson on that one. And I'm sure if I asked all of you right now to write your definition of entrepreneur, what would it be? I think we would all get wildly different answers. We will get anything from the technical to the inspirational and that's what makes entrepreneurship so exciting. While it's different for each one of us, we can come together to discuss the common themes, get advice from each other and continue to grow. Of course, We all have unique gifts and talents. We all have the potential to bring something great to the world, but an entrepreneur knows how to tap into that and what it takes to make it happen. And the only difference between them and everyone else is their mindset. And I have a few ideas as to what it takes to develop an entrepreneurial mindset. Despite the many definitions of entrepreneurship, there are f- a few key ingredients to setting yourself up for success in this arena. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to dive into my 10 top tips of developing the mindset of an entrepreneur, regardless of your background and regardless of your business pursuits. So. going to start to share my top tips and just saying hello again, hi to have you all here, thanks for joining. As I say, any questions please just pop them in the comments box, always great to hear um, from you all. Right, so my first tip for you is believe in yourself. Of course, to be a successful entrepreneur, you need—you really do need to believe in yourself and you need to believe in your ideas. It may sound obvious, but it's crucial. Um, it is truly crucial to, to get this because your beliefs hold a lot of power. When you are confident in your vision, you operate in a way that will bring it to life. You are prepared to take risks but you believe in your ideas. Now I'm not going to ask you to think of, you know, kind of taking the biggest risk there is, but if you believe in yourself, you can you're really going to take action to go towards your towards your ideas. Now I'm going to ask you to think of some famous entrepreneurs that you, that you admire, whether it's Elon Musk or Oprah Winfrey or Duncan Bannatyne you know, these people all have something in common. They're incredibly confident and believe wholeheartedly in their product or their business. And if you cultivate an unwavering sense of belief, you will be able to survive the ups and the downs of being an entrepreneur. You need self-belief to get through the challenging days. And when you have good days, you will know it because you believed in yourself enough to get there. One way to do this is to count the small victories and really celebrate them. And later you'll see that, you know that the setbacks you'll see the setbacks as opportunities too and there's a chance to give yourself credit each day you know each day that goes by the more you acknowledge how far you have come the more self-belief you truly will be able to cultivate and the small wins are just as important as the ideas behind them and that brings me actually on to my next tip which is to really truly think big. Okay, I'll just uh, check the comments and see how we how we're getting on here before we move on. Great, hi, great to have you joining us. Um, keep asking those questions. Uh, hi, hi, hi there, hi. So my next tip is to think big. Yes, great entrepreneurs they are really not afraid to think big. Believing in yourself means that you're not afraid to go after your dreams, no matter how big and how outlandish that they that they may seem. Thinking big means pushing your fears to the side and daring to pursue that dream business. It means no longer letting logic, facts, and figures, or any other excuse, hold you back. We're, we're all You have been brought up to think and worry about consequences all the time. And while that, of course, has its place in the world, often entrepreneurs that have made it big have just run with an idea. They haven't even got it all figured out. They just go with it and they learn along the way. And this is about going all in on your ideas, giving them 100% of your attention and belief, and if you think about it, why wouldn't you operate in this way? If you give an idea your all, and it doesn't work out, at least you can say with certainty that you did your very best, and you can feel proud, and you can walk away with your head held high, ready to put everything you learned into your next venture. And if you succeed, well then, you get to embrace that sweet sense of victory Completely. It will feel even better knowing you pursued your most daring dream and brought it into existence. So, what to do? You know, what do big ideas require? Well, they require a whole lot of focus. So, maybe you can guess what my next tip is. Yes, tip number three is to stay focused. When you are pursuing an exciting new business venture, achieving a high level of focus is crucial for your success. The first part of this is eliminating distractions, procrastination, and excuses. There will always be one billion reasons why you shouldn't start. Maybe you feel like you're not ready. Perhaps you're putting off getting started until until the new year. You can use anything as a big reason not to begin, no matter how arbitrary. But the underlying reason behind that is, you know, that procrastination is fear. You're delaying action because the outcome feels scary or daunting. So don't let the fear win. Realize when you're not focused on the most important things for succeeding at whatever your goal is. Learn to notice this quickly and pivot back to the main goal. To do this effectively, you need to zero in on what your goals actually are. If you need to write a business plan, what are the steps you need to take? If you're trying to scale your business, what are the first steps you need to take? Make a list of everything you need to do to be successful in the current phase of your business. You can make this list as long as you want. Get all of your thoughts on paper and then pare it down from there. Circle the top five most important things that you can do now and get started. Turning a giant goal into a few smaller actionable steps will help you stay focused. So you really need that. Just get that giant goal and then put it into small uh, actionable steps. Okay, so it's great to have you all here. Thanks again. Appreciating your feedback. Keep it coming in. Thank you. Lovely to have you here. Okay, so my next tip, my tip number four is to make quick decisions. Often, our emotions get caught up in our decisions. Good entrepreneurs know how to, well, how to avoid this way of making decisions for their, for their businesses. Emotions are certainly an inevitable factor in life, but when it comes to decisions, they can slow you down and keep you from progressing. American self-help author and speaker, Andy Andrews, says successful people make their decisions quickly and change their minds slowly. Failures make their decisions slowly and change their minds quickly. Having an entrepreneurial mindset means acting quickly, even if you don't feel quite ready. And I hope you really do actually notice this theme here. You know, take action. One of the primary characteristics of an entrepreneur is being able to take action before you feel ready. It's about learning, uh, you know, it, and leaning into that discomfort in the hope that you'll produce something that feels fresh and daring in the minds of your audience. After all, cutting-edge products like Apple computers never, you know, never came about when people, you know, never came because people played it safe and spent, you know, years weighing up their options. Steve Jobs and his team really went for it. They took a risk. And put something daring on the market and now Jobs is renowned as one of the most top innovators and visionaries of his time. And a good rule to think about here is the 40-70 rule coined by the former head of the US military Colin Powell. He said when making difficult decisions you should have no less than 40% and no more than 70% of the information you believe you need to make the decision. He said that when you have less than 40% of the information you need, you will probably make the wrong choice. But if you wait until you have more than 70% of the information, you'll be waiting so long that the opportune moment to act may pass you by and the competition may go to market first and get an advantage over you and your idea. The ability to make decisions this way isn't just good for business, but it's also essential for leadership. If you're leading a team, they need to know that you trust yourself enough to decide without delay. They will, That will really help them trust you so much more as well. Making quick decisions is easy if you trust yourself. And that actually feeds me into the next tip, which is trust your gut. Albert Einstein said, the only real valuable thing is intuition. And this coming from one of the most brilliant scientific minds, uh, you know, ever to live. So uh, it's uh, intuition here. And good old Richard Branson backs this up as well. When asked about, um, about, he goes, when asked about it, he goes into each business and he says, I never get the ca- accountants in before I start up a business. It's done on gut feeling, especially if I can see that they are taking the micket out of the consumer. So learning to trust that inner wisdom is such a crucial element of finding business success. And you need to be comfortable with not having all the facts in front of you. Just follow your gut instinct and let that guide you on your path. You can collect all of the facts and figures later, but the important thing is not to do something if your gut says it is a bad idea. And likewise, if you have a good feeling about something, trust yourself enough to act on it and if you're like me and you're passionate about your business you know that's I had a gut feeling that so many other women would be really able to benefit from my new fitness method and I also felt that my fellow ballet lovers would jump at the opportunity to teach these classes classes too and usually the idea you de- you know you develop you know comes from a desire to put something good into the world your intuition got you where you are now so have the confidence to bring it with you into your decision making processes steve jobs he once said have the courage to follow your heart and intuition they somehow already know what you truly want to become everything else is secondary. Now, do you agree with that? I know I do. And if you could just put your comments in, if you're agreeing with that, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. And I think that that is something for me, just so important. And if you agree with that, let's let's see some um, thumbs up there. And it's lovely to see you, hi Vic. Uh, lovely to have you uh, joining us uh, tonight. Um, great to have you here. Um, so my next tip, number six, is to be protective of your time. Now, this is another crucial component to developing an entrepreneurial mindset, is to learn to value and protect your time. As they say, time is money. And that's a big reason why I encourage you to eliminate procrastination and distractions. But how else can you guard your time and ensure every second generates as much value as possible? Well, for a start, you can plan your days out in advance in as much detail as possible. Factor in breaks. Be realistic, and don't set yourself up to want to procrastinate in the first place. Breaking big tasks down into smaller chunks helps with this. If you do a to-do list that seems daunting, you may be tempted to delay action. So you can even break tasks down into a very few, you know, uh, tasks as you know as as few as five minutes worth of work. Rather than letting your mind convince you to make another cup of coffee, just sit down and start. Make the tiniest dent. It will feel that much easier to come back and do more work the next time. See your time as the valuable resource that it is and learn to protect it. It's that long long lunch meeting going to be productive or distracting. Is checking your emails for the 10th time. Helpful or is it depleting your time bank? Make a point to ask yourself these questions and adjust your daily routines accordingly. Now, this doesn't mean work non stop. Know your limits and schedule in breaks accordingly. Break and rest are valuable and are, are an important part and use of your time, especially if they are scheduled and not a means of distraction. A good entrepreneur has a sense of awareness of how they're spending their hours. They see, they, they seem, you know, to have that as a guard in their pocket, you know, to protect their time and they really know that managing the time is a crucial resource for growing their business. And um, when you use your time wisely, you know you're generating as much value as possible for your business and for those that it serves. So my next tip, number seven, is ask uh, is to ask how you can provide value to others. And this is really important. Now, I actually think this is one of the most crucial steps, and it is sure to change how you approach business. Instead of asking how your business can serve you, ask how you can provide value for others. John F. Kennedy famously said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. These aren't just good words for a political leader to live by. They are crucial for entrepreneurs as well. Great businesses are not self-centered. They focus on how to solve a customer's problem and make the target consumer the center of their focus. Creating value boosts loyalty and trust. It generates leads, stimulates growth, and it will make you feel great about your business as well. You can practice this in all kinds of the decisions throughout your day. Is your social media output focused on you or is it focused on your audience? Are you doing a lot of talking about showing up for your clients or are you showing up for them with useful information and prompt solutions? If you're making a decision for your business, stop to ask yourself if the decision will provide more value to others. Great entrepreneurs never stop asking this question and always yearn to increase the amount of value they offer their clients, team members and partners. So it is really important to add value to your customers. So, any? Let's just have a little quick look at the comments there. How we're we going? We're doing great. And Lisa Samuels uh, agrees with me here. Thanks, uh, Lisa, for sharing that. That's uh, lovely to see. Um, that's great. And um, keep those keep those comments coming in. And my next tip. Number eight is to do regular mental check ins. It's easy to think that you have it entirely nailed, you know, you have the entrepreneurial mindset entirely nailed, but we all have some behaviours or thoughts that can trip us up now and then. And that's why it is essential to check in on your mindset regularly. Sit down and ask yourself if you are focused. What is motivating you? Do you feel as confident as you could in your day to day decisions? You can do these check-ins however you prefer, whether it's meeting up with a mentor, jotting down some notes or holding a meeting with um, some colleagues, team members to discuss mindset. It really is worth checking in with yourself because it is easy to, to let these things really slip. Being an entrepreneur means wearing 100 hats a day and working long hard hours. So. It's really easy to kind of fall into that survival mode, and when this happens, you may forget to maintain a positive mindset and ask yourself critical questions. Maintaining some form of check-in can ensure that you keep your values and priorities in focus, no matter how challenging you—you you know how challenging things can be, the challenges you face, or how many times you. You, things don't go quite right. Always have that mental check-in to remain with a positive mindset. And the next um, uh, tip really is to see, and I don't, I don't really like the word failure, but let's say my next tip is To see failure as an opportunity for growth. This is another huge factor. A good entrepreneur knows not to dwell too long on what hasn't worked and when they do, they seem to really understand and and they see them as opportunities um, to learn and grow. They really see, don't dwell on a failure. See it as an opportunity to really learn and grow. Entrepreneurs rarely achieve success without a few set, but setbacks along the way and if they let that stop them, they'd never see success. Learning to accept failures involves not letting your ego get the best of you. Entrepreneurship is quite a vulnerable role and it's easy to want to put your guard up or hide, you know, hide your failures from from the world, but a part of this line of work is learning that failure makes us all better. It means you're evolving your vision, you're growing, you're developing, you're learning what works, you're learning what doesn't work, and now you can take all of that and you can apply it, you can really apply it to your next endeavor, or you can just see how to to change something to really make it work. Don't get these, you know, insights uh, in, uh, of playing it safe. Just really learn, um, learn about looking at failure as an opportunity and learn to value that. It, it can often feel impossible at times, but see your failures, truly see them as opportunities, and you'll be prepared to take more risks. You're in the best company. There is barely an entrepreneur out there who hasn't messed up, gone bust or had an issue somewhere along the way. And actually, if you compare your failures, probably, you know, they really probably pale in, you know, into sig- insignificant next to some, some, uh, some of theirs. So if you get a small setback, if you get a setback, don't worry about it, look at it, evaluate it, and see it as an opportunity to learn and develop and grow. And number 10, my next tip here, is to keep your eye on the prize. My final tip really is this, is to keep going. Even if you feel like you are moving one inch a day, that is better than standing still. There will be so many setbacks along the way, but if you sit tight of your vision, you can stay motivated enough to persevere. Steve Jobs has a quote for this as well. He once said, I'm convinced that about half of what separates the successful entrepreneurs from the non-successful ones is pure perseverance. Unless you have a lot of passion about this, you're not going to survive. You're going to give it up. So you've got to have an idea or a problem or a wrong that you want to write that you're passionate about. Otherwise, you're not going to have the perseverance to stick it through. And that's just it. Every time things get tough, just orient your eye back toward the core reason you started this endeavor in the first place. So to summarize, an entrepreneurial mindset is about believing in yourself, picking yourself up after failure, and keeping your eye on the prize. These are truly my, you know, I believe are the core beliefs that I have stuck with and as I develop my approach to uh, entrepreneurship. And I suggest you write and think about your favorites and keep a list of your values as you pursue this path as well. So after hearing all of these tips, I have another question for you. Are entrepreneurs born or made? And I'd love you to kind of put your answers into, um, into the comments box. Are they born or made? Let's see here what we've got. I can see we're getting some uh, replying. So, do you think some people are simply born with all of the characteristics I mentioned above? Maybe so, but there are plenty of us, myself included, who have had you know success as entrepreneurs despite never feeling like a you know a natural in this arena. Um, so, Vic says born. Joe says made. Lisa says made. Um, I'd like to say uh, I think they are made with hard work and determination. Nicola um, says. Ellie says both. It's an interesting one, but, well, you know, I think while an entrepreneurial mindset may not come naturally to you, that doesn't mean you're not worthy of being an entrepreneur. There's no such thing as an overnight success. It comes with hard work. So, yep, we're saying here, hard work and determination, as Nicola, uh, Rihanna says, a bit of both, and, As I say, there's no such thing as overnight success. It does come with hard work. And I am a firm believer that if you're willing to put in the work, you can do whatever you want. So I'll give you a quick run through Um, of some of my favorite ideas that can help you train your inner entrepreneur, because I really believe that we can train ourselves to think more like entrepreneurs. So um, these are my favorite ideas in how to really help you train your inner entrepreneur. Entrepreneur training idea number one is stoicism. Stoism is an ancient, ancient philosophical practice, if I can actually say that, that teaches you to take responsibility of your reactions towards adverse events and not to worry about what you can't control. The tools of stoism can be useful for developing resilience in challenging times. And number two is to, you know, really kick the people-pleasing to the curb. It's great to provide value and treat people kindly, but worrying too much about others can impede business growth. Don't let the need to please others affect your decisions. Learn to say no. It really is actually quite liberating. And number three is to ask what can be done now. Rather than dwelling on the mountain of work you have to do, ask yourself, What can realistically be done right now? This will help you eliminate the emotions and anxious thoughts that usually lead to procrastination or doubt. And the next one is to practise quicker decision-making. Try making quicker decisions and taking risks in your daily life. Maybe quickly glancing at a restaurant's menu will give you that 70% of information you need to make a good decision. Find places where decisions show up and try out these techniques. And if you still don't know if you have it in you to pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, take it from me. You do. I never in my life imagined myself as an entrepreneur. It took took inspiration to convert me into one. And then from there, once I realised I could do it, more and more ideas came to me and I had the confidence to try them out. If there were one gift I could give everyone watching, it would to be believe in yourself. Self-belief is the most potent ingredient for cultivating an entrepreneurial mindset. I recommend that you make self-confidence a priority. Do whatever you can to get it as it is at the core of everything. It inspires you to get up and keep going no matter how many times you fall. Whether it is exercise that makes you feel good, meditation or studying, I want you to find the tools you need to believe in yourself. That way when you have those big ideas you will trust yourself to go for them. So. I recommend that you make self-confidence a priority. Um, so it's great to see all these uh, comments uh, coming in here. Absolutely um, fantastic. Uh, I hope you're all enjoying, enjoying it. And uh, if you agree with me that uh, self-confidence should be a priority and really focus on what makes, you know, makes you feel good. And whether that's, and I hope it's, uh, doing uh, Bally Be Fit, some of the Bally Be Fit workouts, meditation, oh yeah, and studying, uh, just find those tools to really help you believe, you know, believe in in yourself. So really, um, I think I've kind of covered uh, most of everything um, tonight. So what I want to say to you is um I'd love you to, if you've got any questions, you can always message us. Um, It's always great to hear feedback. And I would love you to tune in next time, next week for Hello Monday, where we'll be overcoming procrastination, really to unblock your dreams. So we've talked about procrastination and taking action today. So we're going to go into that a little further so that you can actually really uh, unblock your dreams so that you can actually really shift your mindset to really um, achieve and transform your personal and your professional life. So that's what we'll be talking about next week. And just before we go, I just wanted to say that I am super, super excited because we launched our Bally Be Fit store. Our shop is now open and is it is full of, well, I think, and I hope you do, really nice, lovely branded items for you and your clients. I think the team are going to put um, uh, in the comments, a link to where, um, you can see, um, and buy our, um, really great, uh, products and clothing and i think we. i think i just saw that a really clever little feed come through the team are just getting so technical it's just um it's just great so thank you for that so i think there's a tip in there thank you rihanna for your lovely comment that once again you've really enjoyed this uh live feed uh so pleased to hear it it's lovely to have you um joining me and i really do appreciate feedback appreciate your support and really being on this Fit journey and being part of the family. So it is absolutely wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. So as I say, we've got the Fit store and I can just see the team have just um, uh, popped that in. Hi Ellie, thank you for saying thank you. Hi Vix, thank you for saying uh, thank you, really informative. So that's lovely to hear. Always, as I say, appreciate feedback. Also, um, I'm hosting next week a masterclass on Wednesday at 8pm. That is for anyone who is interested in finding more about becoming a befit instructor. So if you're not an instructor and you're thinking of becoming an instructor, um, uh, I'm doing a masterclass on Wednesday with a and a at the end of the masterclass, just to chat through so you can find out even more about what we do at Ballet Be Fit, how we can help you, how we can help you pursue your passion for fitness, your passion for ballet, your passion for dance. I'm hoping the team will put a link to that masterclass in there as well. I'm hoping that will pop up. So if you're not an instructor and you're interested in becoming one, please please join me for that masterclass it's going to be great i'll go through the technique i'll go through the method with you and as i say i'll do QA at the end so we can just really um check out you know how and we can support you and really help you in building your fitness business and then another thing black friday is nearly here and we have some exciting 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 offers on so make sure i think the team will probably put another link in make sure that you click to get notified of our incredible black friday offers and i can say i have been working really hard on a couple of really exciting products that we've got uh, got on offer for black friday that um have to say isn't so far off one of them the topic that we've been talking about tonight so it's super exciting it is going to be an incredible product that um, i've got for you um which will just really really help you um take uh your business to the the next level so um really check out what we've got for black friday because there's some exciting stuff coming so um check that out and then finally keep keep checking out the Bally Fitness Room this Facebook group because we've got so much going on Uh, we're always talking about the training what we've got on offer here how we can support you so what I'd really like to say thank you for joining me today and I really do look forward to seeing you next week so I will see you soon. Have an amazing week. That is it for tonight. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your comments. That's it from Hello Monday. And I look forward to seeing you next time. So take care. Bye-bye. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to Hello Monday. Be sure to visit the Ballet Fitness Room to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques. Bye for now.